0: Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac.
1: And this is Megan.
0: And I know majority uh, have been um, uh, in anticipation of uh, this episode. Not just only because we're talking about um, undocumented or was it?
1: Undocumented. Undocumented.
0: <laughs> declassified <laughs> documents. Undocumented. Declassified undocumented documents. documents. Yeah. Um, but also... Uh,
1: a recap for our first unofficial official investigation. Yes, you
0: call it. yes, our first paranormal investigation. Where we actually went somewhere yeah. that was supposedly haunted. Yeah. Well, no, supposedly. Supposedly, I mean, it's it, haunted. Woo-hoo. All right. Um, we're gonna get in that here in a second, but I was saying about the um declassified files and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be one. Part, part one of many because yeah. we didn't realize how much there is
1: yeah and just on the like psychic abilities and medium stuff and all of that alone like i mean i could probably talk a good 30 minutes just on remote viewing and that file and then you got the gateway project
0: so, a little bit, okay, this is part one of many, to we're going to try to focus on the psychic abilities and stuff like that that yeah. we, we found out through the, uh, docu, uh, un- declassified documents. Why do you keep saying I don't know why I keep saying undocumented. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever. the okay. border patrol is after me or something. Huh? Nothing.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um. But yeah, it's gonna be one part of many because there's yeah, there's so and much we didn't even
1: we're probably not even gonna touch on like the files that came from like the Vatican and stuff like that because
0: which I think what we're gonna try to do is every single undeclassified episode we're gonna do in the mm-hmm. next how many ever um is focus on a section of each and undeclassified um documents that are out there. So like we said, this episode psychic medium stuff maybe next next episode just aliens maybe next episode you know like the vatican stuff um so it's gonna be a lot because
1: there was a lot and i think there's a lot of stuff that gets swept under the rug that people don't actually see and i think that's almost why they declassify it it's kind of like they wait for like an intense moment and maybe like our actual like society and yeah. then, like, oh yeah, we're releasing these documents, sweep, 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 and I have a th- you don't a- even know that they're there.
0: I also have a theory at the end of why they released them. Ooh. All right, um, yeah. but yeah, we're not going to tease you guys anymore. Um, yeah. so our first parallel investigation that me and Megan did, mm-hmm. um, to test our abilities and also, I guess, to test us see if we're capable of doing this, was with a parallel investigator named Brandon, who, um, his team is called No Quarter uh, Investigations. No quarter.
1: Okay, sorry. People can't actually see it. You, your mouth did a little weird thing there.
0: Quarter, quarter, <laughs> no quarter, no quarter. Of pet investigations. No, um, it's a play on words from his ancestry. Uh, he's related to um Blackbeard. Cool. So they kind of named it after that. Um, descendant of oh, somehow, somewhere in his bloodline. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So he kind of we talked to him before. Do another a paranormal investigation team, but um. Never got around to it, but we actually wanted to talk with him. We actually got back with him. And now we're, well, I'm (laughs) kind of a uh, permanent member. And uh, Megan's kind of a part-time as of right now. But um, he was just testing us to see how we could handle, you know, being, we were were kind of seeing for ourselves as well. If we could go out there and handle this when we're actually going to it instead of having it come to us.
1: Yeah, kind of thing. And it was definitely, definitely intense. I feel like, uh, I mean, I suspected it. I mean, kind of like, I, I kind of saw some of the events beforehand. Um, like, beforehand, I saw a couple different, like, kind of like visions before I went. Um, and different landscapes and, like, different situations and maybe people that were there um beforehand though i didn't and i know brandon pretty much like gave me as little information as possible um i didn't look at the history but i did look up like um photos to see kind of get a feel and that's when i got a couple things come to me um but but yeah but i didn't know the history i didn't know what was on the land i didn't know anything about it because essentially it's like the land or the park in front of the Octagon House.
0: Yes, that's where we were. Cedar Point. Point. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, though, we weren't able to go inside in the Octagon House because yeah. it's closed off because it's a wedding venue now. Um, but no, we were able to go to the uh, woods that were outside of it and near the cemetery that the Octagon or the, the Octagon House family cemetery that's near it. Uh, but let me tell you, just being. The spots around the the woods and stuff like that. We, he first took us to a uh, a tree. Mm-hmm. Now this tree is in in a field all by itself. Nothing grows around it. Nothing grows near it. And Brandon's um, assumption was that it might be a marker used in the Civil War or even the Revolutionary War, mm-hmm. uh, just how old it is and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I got I got I got my. Uh, by the way, after this investigation, I've found a new terminology about my ability when it comes to the absorption of good and evil in, in individual hands. Uh, I now use the word charging mm-hmm. um, to describe the sensation feeling I get in my hands when I'm near something of light or evil, depending on what it is. My left hand will charge or my right hand will charge. Basically, it's almost like a warning signal. Hey, there's something near here on which hand essentially it would be. So... <laughs> If you ever hear me use that word, oh, my hand, we're charging, is because something is in that area, depending on which hand. Yeah. So, we got up to this tree, and my right hand was charging. Yeah. Which means, not good.
1: Yeah. Well, when we were over there for me, um, as soon as we, first of all, as soon as we went over kind of like the threshold into like the park area, because I think, didn't he say it's like a 24-hour park? Yeah. And like trails and stuff like that. um. I knew, like, I knew we were going somewhere that was, like, this is going to be intense. So, um, I kind of got, like, an anxious feeling is the best way to kind of, like, describe it. And then we got there, and literally, I could see, it's kind of crazy. And I know, like, some psychics and mediums, it's hard for them to explain. Like, I am not seeing it, like, actually seeing it, but what I'm looking at at something the image pops up in my head if that makes any sense yeah um and so like i was seeing these people like crouch down looking in like the bush area and like the wooded areas and i saw them like crouching they were like like watching and and looking and they look like native americans and i was like hey is you know and then that's when brandon told me that you know this this was a native american like area um back in the the olden days anyways um but the first immediate thing that I like felt was I kind of drifted away from the tree I really didn't get anything I mean I felt some bad stuff throughout this whole experience but I did not feel like oh my gosh like there's oh my god you know what I mean like something really bad and there's a portion where I'll tell you where it's really it was really bad um but I got kind of like drifted off away from, um, Brandon and Isaac as they were by the tree. And I was just standing by myself and I kept, like, my attention kept going to the wood where these people were like crouched. And I was just looking at them, you know, getting details and I could tell you details. And they didn't, they obviously didn't have a shirt on. They had like typical, like, uh, they didn't look like typical, uh, Native Americans? Not typical. Typical is not the word because there's so many different tribes that had so many different looks and stuff like that, but they almost looked more like Central America, like natives, which was weird, I thought, but, um, but from doing research, it makes sense because the natives that were around here kind of look like that. Um, but they didn't, like, the men really didn't have any shirt on. They kind of, like, were, you know, like, I don't know what you would call it. Like just enough to cover the, you know, the area, like their genitals, you know. Loincloth. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was standing there, I was looking and I had my hands at my side and I kid you guys, like not like I literally felt like a little girl just come up and grab my hand and just sit, just stay there watching. And like my hand was just out. Um, I didn't get much from her, but my attention was just like, look at like, I was just like looking at these people in my my head. It was like the craziest feeling. Like it's really hard for someone to kind of grasp, but that doesn't have abilities. that doesn't see this. And I know some people are probably like, uh, that can't happen. Like, you know, but, if you don't have abilities, it's really hard to imagine that happening because it's outside your realm of reality in a sense. Yeah, you know? not
0: only that, um, Brandon was using a spirit box yeah. while we were there, and a lot of people were coming through conversation-wise. Oh, yeah. They were asking questions. Brandon was basically saying, hey, I brought two new friends. Um, which, funny enough, is I remember I said at some point, like, I introduced me, I introduced you, and so say we're not here to cause you any harm. But if you do try to cause harm to us, we will do something about it. And we heard one of the spirits on the spirit box say, noted.
1: Yeah. So it was crazy. smart the enough to know that we were talking. The amount of stuff that came through was insane. Like, in, in the spirit box. Like, it was it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um, we moved from the tree to a, a trail that was on um, a path that led to an opening. So we were walking on the trail. Um, not only did we hear a wolf in the woods. Uh, I remember at one point we heard... uh War
1: drums. Yeah, we heard drums. Native American
0: drums. Mind you, uh, there's no one should be out here at, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night.
1: No, it wasn't even eight. I think it was closer to nine. Yeah, it was close to nine late. o'clock.
0: It, I mean, it was late at night. I mean, it's like, it's dark. There's no one there. We had to have flashlights. Yeah, we, we were the seen. only
1: car there, too, in yeah. the parking lot.
0: So, war drums, which we thought would make them in Native American. Yeah. Or, Brandon was saying it could be, uh, hoof stumps from a horse on hollow ground. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've had, they've seen, or, if, both heard and seen um, like a lantern that would be on like a horse's buggy as it's being pulled. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, One of the first stops we came across is where my right hand was charging. Granted, my right hand charged about 80% of the time we were there. Yeah. Um, But it was charging around an area that was in the woods that went, it pulled in a direction. And Brandon was telling us that they've had um, witchcraft or some, as they suppose because they found a black cauldron uh, in the woods so they suspect possible witchcraft happening in the woods hence why you know my right hand might be charging because it senses evil mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that my right hand charge in the direction of where this was happening validated that right validated yeah. my ability validated Megan and her seeing possible or having her thought when the thought in your head was that which guy could be happening here?
1: Yeah, it was one. It was one thing. I I uh that came up in my head, and I was like unsure about. So, uh, I kind of like like when I was like saying all my details and stuff like that to Brandon. I I know that's like one thing I kind of left out because, I mean you know like yeah. i just didn't know if it's maybe me and that's the one thing with psychic abilities and mediumship that is really tough like, especially when you're starting to break through and you're starting to oh sorry <laughs> sorry that was me i lost the air am i weird okay um is that sometimes like you don't know you question yourself a lot like is this is this something that I'm just thinking, or is this something that's coming through? It's really hard sometimes to, to differentiate between the two. And so I kind of left that on the back burner. I was like, I'll just, you know, that's what I got, but I'm not really going to say anything about it. Um, I did during like this whole thing, I did get like, I know there was at one point where it sounds really weird, but I was standing there behind them and like throughout the whole thing, I was being told like, don't separate. Don't, you know, don't stray is the term that was used in my, whatever came through. It's like, don't stray away from them. Don't stray. Don't stray. Right. Um, but I know like there was one point, I think it was when we were at the cauldron area, like where they found that cauldron. Yeah. Um, I felt like, like, and I'm pretty sure it was maybe one of the natives that was there. Um, I felt my, cause I had my hair down and. I felt someone pull like the back part of my hair. Not like pull like hard, but like lift up. Like they were like looking at my hair, and they were like kind of like s- like I could feel like the the whole thing. You know, when you smell somebody, uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds weird, but like I mean, if someone if something is unfam like someone is unfamiliar and they go up and they smell you, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. But they smelled my hair, and I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking maybe it was kind of one of the natives, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, oh, but yeah.
0: it gets weirder. Yeah. This so, is not the this one. It's not the Kremlin. Anyway, uh, so we move a little bit more f- farther down the trail. Mind you, this trail is about, I want to say, 60, 70 yards, mm-hmm. right? Go a little further down the trail. He takes us to another tree, right? And asks us, what do you guys feel at this tree, right? Before, I remember he was saying, and I, I was on the right. He was in the center. Mind you, still have the spirit box on, and you were on, on Brandon's left. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the branches, I, I looked up at the tree to see what he what he means by like that. And I look up and I see a foot swing
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the tree, like someone's sitting on the branch and their foot goes back and forth, like they're swinging their feet. Yeah. Only for a flash, only for a second, I saw it go. Whoa, right? Mm-hmm. And I go the foot's swinging up in the tree, right? And uh, Brandon goes, "Did uh, you feel anything else?" And then I think you said that they hang people from the tree.
1: Mm-hmm. And then.
0: Which he goes, yeah, because they, they did. This is where yeah. they hang people from, they hang slaves in the tree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, well, one, no, no, one thing that had came to me was there's a local, there's, there's, it's like kind of like rumored. I don't like the actual people that own the, this particular plantation. They've kind of, they kind of said it. They kind of haven't said it. It's kind of like what people know about the history of it. And it was basically their, The way, unfortunately, back then with slavery and everything like that, the way that the slaves were treated, which just was so brutal and inhumane that it's, like, considered... There's, like, a house, I think, a plantation house that was worse in Louisiana, but this was, like, the second worst, and it was really bad, and it also served as a civil war hospital, I believe, um, at one point, so you have that on that one plantation, but, um... I got an image because sometimes, uh, whatever a, a spirit or, or whatever will pull from your memories and what, you know, like situations or memories that, you know, what it's like to feel through that. They'll show you that, right. That's particular to you. And I don't know why I got a like flash image kind of style thing of that plantation. Cause I know the history, I knew like what people were saying about that. And that's what made me think, like, holy, like, I, I know that the octagon house was built by slave labor. I didn't know that previous to this. I knew that I had researched and found that out after. But that's when I had said, I said, Hey, is this, is this related to this plantation? And, um, I'm not going to say the name because whatever, you know, but, um, he's like, yeah, they were, they, this, place that we were at was also that really known for being inhumane like i mean slavery is inhumane to begin with but worst of the worst that you could be be at
0: did you didn't you, did you make contact with a little boy
1: yeah there's a little boy i'm not going to go into details because the details are kind of brutal but uh there was a little boy there um he was kind of just like behind one of the trees. And he was just there, and I got some details about him. But, uh, unfortunately, he had died on the property. So, yeah. All
0: right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: sorry. I, mean, I I just don't want to, because it's, you know.
0: Yeah. No, Um. because I remember one thing on the trail we were moving from that point on, and he was saying, I was asking him, uh, is there fireflies out here? And he goes, no, it's too cold. What are you seeing? I'm seeing I told him I saw like little flashes of yellow lights, almost mm-hmm. like fireflies. He goes, Oh, those are the orbs. Um, you'll see them every now and then. See "Well, yellow means like of course a spirit. He said red means evil, blue is like uh good, and you're like well, green is a like, residual. Yeah, something stuff like, like that. that, yeah. Um but no, I saw yellow and I saw blue and I actually saw green. I didn't never saw any red. Yeah. Um, even though my right hand was charging majority of the time. Um yeah. we saw a flash of I saw a flash of light, almost like lightning, um, in the tree line towards the area of clearing where we were headed. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what did you, I saw I told him, like, you see that flash? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I saw a flash of it. It was like lightning. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. And you go, why? You'll find out. <laughs> so as we make our way down the path, um, I saw another light orb in a small bush to our right. Um, he says, um, some kid or some person is in that area most of the time that tries to get their attention. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense why I saw the orb there. Mm-hmm. But no, we get this open clearing, like a, almost a circle, mm-hmm. right? A big it's,
1: for anybody that knows, it's reminded me a lot of the Devil's Tramping Ground, like nothing kind of grows.
0: Yeah, it's just like a perfect open. Yeah, field. if you
1: look at an aerial view, even on Google Maps, before the whole park was built up, it's just a barren circle. Right. Like it reminds me a lot, like I said, of the, Devil's Tramping ground. I know, um, like Brandon had mentioned, if you sit in the center, like you, you, regardless if you have abilities or not, you'll start seeing stuff.
0: But when, as soon as I stood, f- I stepped foot into this clearing, my feet were almost planted, and I couldn't move. It was like I was not frozen with fear, but it was like I was stuck. Like I didn't, I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I could feel the energy absorbing through my feet. Um, but Brandon told us that this area, this where we're standing is where they uh, executed people. Mm-hmm. Like the soldiers lined up on one side and they fired. And where I was standing was a side that, the people who got shot. So it makes sense why I was frozen, why I couldn't move is because I was, I probably was experiencing what someone back then did, how they couldn't yeah. move. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I reached out with my abilities to see if I could feel anything right or left. But I felt something left and what I felt through my left, right? Good. Was like a strong magnetic pull to one spot between these two trees, like a little opening area. Mm-hmm. And it was pulling me like almost like it was physically pulling me in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I told him what's, what's here? It's so strong. I never felt anything like this before, mm-hmm. which I haven't. It was like an immense amount of energy from that one spot that was always magnet, magnetizing me to it. And He goes, oh, okay, you found it. I go, found what? That's that's the portal. There's a portal here, mm-hmm. right? And he says, your left hand. I go, yeah, okay, that's good. I like I was, I was worried I might be, a right, you might be evil if your right hand was charging through it, but no, it was my left. Um, which it makes sense of why that portal is there and why that spirits might be transferring through and forth through that one spot, or why yeah. that field is so that circle is so magnetized or so energy prone because that's where a portal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you, did you experience anything when you were in there?
1: Um, the only thing I got was I got a serious, uh, I was pulled kind of away from the portal, kind of. I was on the other side of the circle and I was getting like a, uh, really sharp pain in my head. And when I could close my eyes, um, I, I, I could see like a, like some, someone, had a serious head injury there and I want to say it was like someone hit him over the head with a rock and was kind of like or may have been like beating them with their hands to death kind of Um, because that's what I got I got a really sharp pain it was like then it like kind of like flooded to my eye it was like really and that's the flashes that I kind of got was like you know like when you put your hands up in defense like no you know yeah. that's kind of what I got
0: um, yeah, because remember he had the spirit box on and different voices were coming through and mm-hmm. different people talking and stuff like that. It seemed to get stronger around the portal. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was kind of crazy because, like, some of the stuff that was coming through was, like, spot on with the stuff that we were picking up. It was crazy.
0: Um, so we went back from that point, back to, um, walking back the trail, back to the car to take to the second spot. Which is near the octagon house, mm-hmm. which is the cemetery outside the house itself. Yeah. But I remember we were walking and you were a little farther behind me and hit me and Brandon and you're like, Ugh! cause something came up behind you and started like, was it whispering or touching you? Yeah.
1: It was just, I got a lot of that. Um, cause there was like something that was there with me that was kind of like ushering me to stay close to it. Cause you know, Isaac and Brandon were kind of like the fast, they're fast walkers. <laughs> I'm kind of like, um, so. I guess their strides are bigger. I should say that because they're both taller. So like their strides are bigger. So they take bigger steps. So like me, I'm only five one. So I was like, my little feet were scurrying, you know, but anyways. Um, so I just kept feeling like I was being like ushered, like, come on, get up there with them. Like go, do not stay behind. Do not stray. Like that was a constant throughout the whole thing. So I would hear like breaths. Like I, you know, at one point it was like right next to my ear. He was like, go, like get moving. So breaths and things were touching me. And-,
0: right. and so we, he, a small little drive from one point to the other, like less than a minute.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, cause it, it we could have walked, but it would have been a longer walk back to the car and it was cold. Um, yeah, I couldn't feel my feet, I think, halfway through.
1: Yeah, no, it was really <laughs> cold. <laughs>
0: um, But no, he took us to outside the Octagon House, because you can't get in, and near the family cemetery, behind a fence. But we were about maybe 20 yards away from the house, mm-hmm. and then less than, like, 20 feet from the cemetery. So, um, he was asking if we felt anything, and I was like, we got near the cemetery. No, we were actually standing outside the, the fence line to the house. Yeah. And a lot of things were coming through. And one of the weird things that came through on the spirit box was a Native American speaking the same word coming from the same voice twice. Yeah. In a row.
1: I must say it sounded kind of like Pasquale, but like in like their n- language. yeah, Like Pasquale, Pasquale. Like it was like, but you could tell like it was not. And there was chant, like, it sounded like at one point too, there was like chanting that would come through. It's kind of intense. Like I was like, "Dang, this is like spot on."
0: Um, there were times we heard stuff in the woods, like yeah. yelling and stuff like that, but we couldn't tell if it was actual, you know, spirits there or you know, people from the highway that were a couple, couple yeah, you know, hundred you know, feet away it, or so.
1: Yeah, because you know it is a twenty-four hour park, but we were the only car at both locations that we parked at. Um
2: but we were oh
1: oh i did at the very very end right before we were going to leave um the way the cemetery is is there's a big fence and you can kind of see at the house and there is lights and in the upper window there's no one there because they only like rent it out to like parties and stuff like that and like weddings and and up at the very top window, in the window, I kid you not, was literally the silhouette of a person, just, just chilling. Like they were just watching us, like, how's it going, guys? See ya, see ya down there. I'm up here. Hello.
0: Yeah. Shadow figures was another thing. Cause I remember multiple times us standing outside the cemetery, right? Mm-hmm. And you had the view of the house and stuff like that. Um, I guess there were like, um, lights that were on like, uh, a pathway to the house, like, like, like spotlights almost, but they were just aimed at trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Multiple times I saw shadow figures run past the lights enough to break the light. Mm-hmm. Multiple times, like once, twice, three times. It kept going back and forth, like real fast. I like guess. Like a second you would miss it. That was me snapping my finger. Okay. <laughs> um, but one thing it was the weirdest thing, it was something that's been ha that happened the whole night. Every time I would, Try to absorb with my right hand, try to absorb anything dark. Um, it always felt like my, I was, something was pushing down my arm in my inner elbow area. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, I in my, so. in my inner elbow area, almost like my, it, I felt like my bicep was sore at the, the night, which made no sense. Cause I felt like someone was pulling down my arm consistently, trying to prevent me from doing what I was doing nothing felt the, the worst you would say as when we were outside of the cemetery and i my right hand charge and i felt around and i felt where it was pulling from so i pulled mm-hmm. right to try to absorb its dead energy essentially but it felt like someone had their hands around my forearm trying to push my hand down and i could feel that immense strength pushing my arm down like it was like like violently trying to stop me from what i was doing yeah which you thought it might have been the uh the overseer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was a guy, um that I would I got before we even got there. Um and like I got an image of him and he just like just had that like he you could tell he was like either an owner or like someone that like you know, he was like in control of like kind of all the spirits there. Like he's like this is my land kind of thing. You know, like uh, very cold. No expression on his face, Like, very, very stern. Um, And through research afterwards, I I cannot find where I found it. I can't go back and find it. But I had originally saw a picture that had, it was like one of the owners at one point. It was like on a genealogy kind of like family tree thing. And it was dead on like this guy. And that's who I think kind of maybe you had a thing with.
0: Yeah, because it felt like someone was trying to stop me. Yeah. Um, to a and point. he definitely
1: would probably be that person.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, we kind of heard some things in the woods. We, like, we could possibly like the Native Americans in the woods, stuff like that, because um, Brandon kept seeing shadow figures of people standing out there um, in the tree line and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, we didn't stay out there too long, but a lot of EVPs, like EVPs. A lot of the, um, we call it spirit box stuff came through was uh, a lot. Cause a lot of people talking at once. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like a crowded room and sometimes it was crazy cause they would talk amongst themselves too. Yeah. It's intense. That was the first time using a spirit box too. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so we went we went home after that. Yeah. Um and
1: let me tell you the amount of like drain. I probably had the best sleep that I've had in a long time because yeah, I was like huh?
0: We were both fucking tired. Oh my god, I was tired. <laughs> uh I was like, I, we'd never used our abilities to that level yeah. before.
1: Well, I never understood, like, when people said, make sure, you know, like, you rest up for an investigation. I mean, other than the fact that I thought maybe, like, you know, a lot of investigations take place overnight and late at night and stuff like that. So I thought that's what they were referring to. Not the fact that, dang, you get drained. I guess because they need your energy too to, like, do stuff, but.
0: Cool. just what I was guessing. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Didn't Brandon's, uh, battery get drained a lot too?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had to switch out twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's our first of many investigations yeah. to come. Um, I know I'll be going on some, uh, and Megan as much as she can. Mm-hmm. Um, but you seem to be getting stronger with the ability of just able to see things from where we are.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. So,
0: um, with that, uh, guess what time it is? Uh,
3: no. Sponsor time.
0: Add oh. time.
1: Oh yeah, technically it's a sponsor
0: time. <laughs> um you want me to get a uh, get one? One. Yeah, I'll, I'll get one. Or you want me to get Cletus? No,
1: no, I'll
3: get Cletus. You Cletus. sure? I knock on his door. No. no. Alright, I'll get one. Well, I say Nora? what do you need for me today? Uh I need you uh I need you. This. Oh, oh okay I do the do the sponsor for the water bowl? Yeah, alright. Uh yeah. So today's sponsor is a from H2O capsule. Uh, it's the water bottle that I use when he goes to the gym and for work. I do it for work too. Uh, but I got mine. It's a green and I, I painted red on it too, and a little bit of white for a Mexican flag, you know? Okay. Whatever. Um, but, um, yeah. So it's a good bottle to have to hold your keys and your, and your cars and, uh, whatever else you can think to put in. Um, and it's pretty good because it holds like almost like a gallon of water. Uh, and you can get it in different colors, whatever you want. But yeah, if you go to Amazon or say the website for H2O capsule, you can get your own. In whatever color or pattern you want it in. Uh, if you use the code, say, uh, Shadows8. Uh, you get 10% off. That's uh, Shadows8 for 10% off, okay? All right, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go back in my room. All right, all right, Juan, all right.
0: Um, Thanks, Juan, for the ad. <laughs> Uh, and on to uh, the point of today's episode. Yes. To Declassified Vibals, part documents. one.
1: Yes. Yes. So there's a lot. There is. Oh, it's a lot of reading, a lot of research. Um, I know one of the first, like, things that caught my eye was the, uh, remote viewing thing i always thought remote viewing was like interesting and i heard the concept before but i did not actually know like they released documents on remote viewing have you heard of this isaac yes yes yes
0: Yes, because i tried it
1: oh yeah so <laughs> we haven't actually put it to the test and tried it yet and i definitely want to do that and i think like maybe we'll because i really want to do a part two relatively soon so maybe in the next couple months we'll do a part two to this um but there was a file that was done um i actually found this out previously to researching for the episode i actually found it on a tiktok video a girl was kind of like going through it um because uh she was like whoa you know There's this document of remote viewing. And so basically remote viewing is, for those that don't know, is basically like I'm sitting here at this desk and I can see something in a remote location. And the CIA agents, they wanted that for the CIA agents basically. So like if they needed to look at a location or they needed to um, find a missing person or something that went missing or whatever, they can look for this person from being far away from it, he's just like staring at me.
0: No, because I—I mean, there's other ways of remote viewing too. The the to, mm-hmm. to couple of times I've done it myself, um, is the uh, one time I remember doing it is uh when we originally we talking to Brandon, mm-hmm. um, and he was telling us we were talking about a place in town that's supposedly very haunted, mm-hmm. right? And how you were getting a, a room number, mm-hmm. right? for which number it was. The one oh three or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um so you talking about that and that's like us discussing with them. I was sitting in my chair and I laid back and I tried to visualize myself in that position because I we actually have a weird kirk weird kirk kick weird thing I do. Um cork. Cork. That's what I was looking for. That uh I run scenarios in my head, the 10 screens all at one time. So I tried to analyze and figure out us being there and what would happen through different scenarios and stuff like that. But this time was different because I wasn't running scenarios. I was actually seeing myself there. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing the room 103 and opening the door. And when I opened the door, a black shadow mask with like a face of a demon creature thing come lunging out at me, Yeah, to which I woke up. So, did I remove you? What would happen if I went there?
1: I And that's the thing yeah. is, like, when I was reading it, the first thing I thought of is, like, this is kind of something that, like, psychics kind of already kind of do in certain aspects. Um, but apparently they think that this uh, is something that you could learn and, like, perfect and learn how to do it even without, like, abilities and uh basically their experiments or like their project kind of like it took place over two decades. It was a two decade long project. Um basically it was part of the Stargate uh project that basically was like testing psychic powers and abilities and um so in ba- and, and this document came declassified in the 90s. Um and there's a, there is extensive, like, crazy amount of documents um, within the Stargate. Uh, so, basically, what they believe is that... They even give you kind of, like, instructions on how to remote view and, like, test and stuff like that. And, basically, they believe it's something that can be practiced. And that is learned with a deep state of meditation. And that makes me think like whoa because uh i know with me like there's crazy things that have come with me from learning to meditate that i wasn't able to do before so when i think about remote viewing like for me as someone with abilities like i feel like i kind of already have done that and i kind of believe that remote viewing is like a thing um but the lead the head physicist on the project was russell targ um, who's basically done countless work and studies in remote viewing. And he actually, crazy enough, he makes some interesting apps to kind of test your intuition and a- psychic abilities. Which Fun little fact.
0: I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. What if random nodding is a form of that? Because you're mentally putting yourself in a location to wanting to go there.
1: Um... Kind of. I think that's like that is part of something similar to that, but I don't think it's actually remote viewing because remote viewing you're like I'm sitting here not remote
0: viewing. I'm sorry, manifesting. Manifesting,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah and don't even get me started with the amount of crazy documents there are about manifestation and <laughs> law of attractions and stuff like that. It's it's really extensive. But it's definitely something that we want to um talk about and i think what we might do is we might like do some documents like on our instagram talking about it maybe as an instagram live video or something like that and then do other episodes on the podcast about it because like i said there is extensive extensive stuff i mean you take aliens just on alone, like the ufo alien kind of stuff is but yeah so that's kind of remote viewing um i kind of want to try it like actually try it like how they did. I know basically they would get someone and I forgot what kind of box it's called, but it's basically like they use it for basically no interference and they set a guy up in the room and then basically there'd be someone on the opposite side of the room, drawing something. And the person inside the room had to kind of guess what it was. And within amount of minutes before the drawing was even done, it was correct. So, that was some of the tests that they did.
0: Hmm. Funny enough, your thing connects with my thing. Really? Which they all should connect. But the gateway process, or gateway project, which I know has been gaining a lot of traction on on social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I have a theory of why some of these- Is that s-
1: the one with, like, the consciousness? Yes. Ooh.
0: Um. So, this was a document from the Department of Defense. hmm Right. Uh, to a commander in a U.S. operational group, didn't give a name, just a commander. Um, hmm. From a, another commander himself, Mister Wayne A. McDonalds, Lieutenant Colonel, I think this is his actual title. Um, well, I'm not going to read every single thing from it, but it's a small segment. He said, "This study is certainly not designed to be the last word on the subject, but I hope upon that validity." Of This basic structure and fundamental concepts upon which is based will make it useful guide to for other USA and ICOM, held at a company or something personnel who are required to take the gateway training and or work with gateway materials that sentence makes me think gateway materials or is that just like the study paperwork and stuff like that anyway. But, yeah, these people who work for this company are required to do this training. Um, the training and the whole essence of it is basically, in a nutshell, learning to strengthen one's mind with everything that you've heard of with chakras and, and finding your chi and opening your third eye and all those things. This is basically the scientific military view of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And a sense of that they believed... And proved that that is possible. That a human mind is powerful enough to control their own body. In one segment called biofeedback, which in basically explains in a sense of how he explained it, is that with enough concentration in meditation, right, one could cut off uh, pain signals to the brain. Mm. Or heal some parts of the body with rapid healing faster than normal. Uh, dissipate tumors in your in your body, right? Kill cancer. If a human mind was capable of doing Dang. such, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's also things of like hypnosis, ability of hypnosis. Uh, we call it, uh, manifestation creating your own realities and stuff like that. That the belief that we are living... And a consciousness, Mm -hmm. that reality is a consciousness and that you control your reality through your own consciousness, which means it can be altered if you see it fit.
1: (laughs) Well, that makes sense because, you know, like, well, that's. Hold on. Let me formulate my words. So I know like one of the main things because there is a girl on TikTok that is apparently because with this, too, they give you kind of like instructions on how to achieve it. Or how to do it, in a sense. And she did it. And I know one of her things was... I can't remember her name right now. I actually messaged her on Instagram. Um, But she was saying there's like seven or six like meditation things on YouTube that derive from this gateway thing. And that she does them. Does them, right? And she said she used to have to wear glasses. Now, it wasn't like major prescription, but she used to have to wear glasses. And now she doesn't. And she said things that have totally, like, tarnished her, like, throughout her life. Like, she had major, like, childhood, like, issues and stuff like that. Gone. She's a completely new person. Like, she used to have a lot of rage, a lot of, you know, intense emotions. And she got rid of that. And I know one of her things are it, that she keeps saying is, guys, your minds are so powerful. Don't let that go to, you know, waste. And since mine is really powerful, And I just have to believe that I really do think that your mind is, you know, because they say we only use 10% of our brain, right? And I know like growing up, I used to think like psychics, mediums and stuff like that use a different section of their brains or a different portion of their brains. You know, how they say like everyone in the psychic, everyone's got medium skills, everyone's got that. You know, well, like
0: the sixth sense ability that most people feel the sense of presence. You can feel essentially a ghost in the room, or you can feel someone staring and watching you, right? Mm-hmm. It's those kind of uh, psychic abilities that essentially everyone always had, and they always played it off as just, oh, it's just natural human instinct. Because natural human instinct is far greater than anything we actually Acknowledge,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and this is a Gateway Project and Gateway Process and other projects like it from way back when. Anyone ever see the movie uh Menisteric Goats* with George Clooney? No, Felt I feel like only no one ever watched it. Um, but basically, it was a declassified file case of what happened in the 60s involving MK Ultra, mm-hmm. right? Another declassified file stuff there that you probably should look into because it's fucking weird. Where they basically <laughs> took people and made them take drugs mm-hmm. to try and awaken their psychic abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Some of it was brainwashed, some of it was that, some other shit like that. Anyway, um, one of the characters in it was one of those people from the MK Ultra thing, but uh, it was essentially taking people who show some kind of psychic abilities and making them psychic soldiers in a mm-hmm. sense of remote viewing and other forms of that. If you can see where the enemy is and they see inside their their warehouse or their plans, you can tell secrets about them. Right? It was their whole thing like spy stuff? Yeah. Anyway, So that was the government's thing on it. So the government took it seriously, that means they take it seriously to the fact that it actually could exist. Um, I guarantee why she felt that way and why she encourages other people to is the sense of that you're breaking free from the matrix, as they call it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I think is a metaphor, or at least not the actual matrix, like for the movie. But the concept, the metaphor, in the sense that you are not part of the normal construct of I have to work a job. I have to do this. I have to do that in order to be part of normal society. Mm -hmm. And that indoctrinated sense of thinking is what breaks free when you, once you start dabbling in such things as the gateway process or anything like it, when your mind starts expanding and opening. But if everyone has the ability to do that, then what makes people like say us different or special? Is it because we are incapable of becoming like that, or we live with the idea of the other side so much that you know there's no way for us not to believe something greater than what's in front of our face? Alright, We're not distracted by simplicity things because we know there's something out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's think. We know there's something else yeah. out there. There's no guessing if yeah. there's the uh, afterlife. We know there is.
1: Yeah. Well, I know like one thing that uh, I thought was interesting that someone, of course, you know, I went to the comments to see what people said and what their remarks were. And one person said, like, uh, I wouldn't do the Gateway experience, like, like actually doing it just because I wouldn't trust anything that the CIA kind of like puts willingly puts out there and like kind of tells you to do because what if it's. You know what I mean?
0: Therein lies my theory. Huh. Like we said before in the episodes and prior, um, the reason why my abilities awoken and why Megan's abilities strengthen is something that happened in September of last year. A great awakening, as you say it. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, for a reason. And what that reason is, we're yet to find out. Um, but I do believe. That CIA or someone that works for them in a division that we don't know about, that probably deals with this stuff, knew something was happening like that. Granted, this gateway process was released years ago. Mm -hmm. It wasn't released last year or so, years ago. It just gained traction this year. Mm -hmm. It gained traction because I believe someone wanted it to. It gained traction because I believe someone wanted it to because I think they want more people to awaken. This is almost like a like a throwing a giant net and see what catches. They throw this information out there into to the world. They throw this information into the world to see who becomes something more than themselves. To see who gains abilities from this, right? They're trying to make more psychic warriors.
1: Yeah.
2: They're trying
0: to make more of them for whatever reason we don't even know yet.
1: I think that's the next, and I think that's what people need to understand is, like, s- stuff. Like, I heard today on the TV, they were talking about, like, Space Wars. <laughs> and it seems, like, very far-fetched, but I feel like that's what people doesn't, don't understand. Like, I feel like at some point we're going to go through an, an evolution and, like, all the things that we think are, like, you know, too far into the future, too futuristic, that kind of thing. Right? Right? is going to be happening sooner than later, you know what I mean? And I think like uh psychic people are going to be used more to do a lot of different things. Like I one thing I always kind of wonder is why psychic people there isn't like a psychic person at like a that goes to crime scenes that helps detectives. I know, like, some people need evidence or whatever, but I know I was listening to, I forgot who, talk about, I think it was, um, I don't know if you follow him, but Bishop James Long, I think is his name on TikTok. Um, he's got some really interesting thing. He was doing a live and he was talking about how, uh, one, one comment came through and it was like, has, uh, have you ever known any like psychics that have solved murder cases or something like that? And they were like, yeah, he, he knew somebody that at one point, um, they couldn't, they couldn't solve this case. There's no way to solve this case. They brought in, um, they brought in two psychics and they were able to close the case in a couple of days. And I'm wondering, like, I wonder if that's going to be more of a thing that psychics are able to go in and solve more missing people's cases.
0: Well, that has to be a reason to awaken Now, I'm not saying that everyone who becomes awakened to these abilities, say they go through the gateway process and they start acknowledging everything, are going to gain psychic abilities. Yeah. Are you going to be awoken to everything around you, more sensitive to energy and stuff like that? Most likely. Are you going to be able to do what me and Megan do? Well, not everyone. I think there's some reason too. But by doing this... By right, the CIA doing this and stuff like that, or NSA, whoever releases information, they are looking for whoever comes out of it with abilities. They're looking for those, those people on TikTok that would share information of them moving an object or able to read information cards or or know what people are thinking. Right? They're looking for those ones they can actually use. Now, nowhere you get a call, mysterious call, or something in the mail saying, "Hey, would you like to do this?" or, or contact this information like this, and you're in there. But are they doing mm. that right now? No. They'll probably, no. probably give it a couple years. They'll probably give it some time for the, the craze of the whole Gateway Project to die down like everything does. After it's five minutes of fame, or 15 minutes of fame in the sun, the time in the sun is gone, right? Then they'll start looking for those people. I'm not saying we're going to get a call from the Senate or anything like that. But, yeah, but, let's <laughs> hold
1: that. I don't know if I'd want to do that stuff. I'd, I'd want to, yeah. s- I think the whole idea of psychics helping, um, like help solving missing persons cases or cold cases or missing stuff like that. I think is, that would be cool. That would be a cool concept for, you know, a way for psychics to help people, mediums to help people. I don't know if that's actually a thing though, but I've heard that sometimes that happens. Like psychics help on
0: cases. Now there's different theories about the other documents they are going to talk about, Um, uh, one including aliens and stuff. Uh, yeah, I bring you real close to this voice. That's scared the crap out of you. Oh my gosh, you're gonna get people to jump.
3: Uh,
0: even I'm not there, I can still scare you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you had anything else. Oh yeah. Uh, so what I talked about in the beginning mm-hmm. with the whole, uh, investigation thing, um, uh, our satellite live this Saturday. I'm actually uh, with Brandon, yeah, the the uh, investigator, or yeah, the investigator who we were with uh, last Saturday. Uh, we're going to interview. I'm going to have our satellite live with this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have any questions for him, an actual pair investigator, uh, tune in for that. Uh, I think we'll make a post about what time, but yeah, we'll make a post about what time. Um, so you guys can tune in for that. Um, though again, by the time you're hearing this, we already have posted. What time? So yes. <laughs> uh, look for that if you already have seen it. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Um. So yeah. So this might be like you're kind of like, oh, I kind of wanted a little bit more. They didn't talk about this, and they didn't talk about that, and they didn't talk about. It's coming, trust me. It's just a lot. There's and I wanna, so much, and I don't. I definitely don't want to drown you guys, and that's why we kind of took a little bit of time because we were like, "Lord, this research, you know." But um, no, we, we
0: don't want to skim nothing.
1: No, I definitely don't want to. Whatever, and and occasionally we'll talk about some of the documents on our Instagram page too to kind of weed through everything because there is just so much, um. And I will definitely share those um, TikTok videos I saw of the girl giving her kind of like experience with the Gateway Project and all that stuff because I thought they were kind of interesting. Um, maybe I may even by next episode that we do a part two have her like experience. I'll talk to her on Instagram. I sent her a message, but she hasn't responded. And so, oops, excuse me. That wasn't a fart. That was my pen. I'm sorry. Whatever
0: you say.
1: Yeah, that was not a fart. I don't do those kind of things. Yeah. Says the guy that just hit his mic.
0: I was stretching.
1: What an amateur. <laughs> stretching uh, your face?
0: My back. Oh. Dumb.
1: <laughs> no, you were like, your face hit the, the mic.
0: My, whatever.
1: Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so definitely be at it. Maybe I can ask her about her experience of doing the Gateway Experience and see what she thinks about. She's the one that t- technically doesn't need glasses anymore and uh, has kind of like healed all her past stuff. Which I started reading what you do in the Gateway Experience, and it makes sense why it works. Because, like I said, I think meditation and all that stuff is really important. And you don't have to, like, meditate. I, I think everybody's meditation that clicks with them is different. Like, I know, like, with me, I tend to meditate a lot. It sounds weird. In the shower? Like, just in the water?
0: Well, water's a good conductor for energy. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then I tend to do it a lot with music. Music is a very big, like, calmer and, like, thing with me. I don't know.
0: Oh, um. Here's something that scared the shit out of everybody. Um, Another slash haunted update. I remember mm-hmm. um, the other night you asked uh, if I could try to find my spirit guides because you have no yours. Yes. But I don't have any or... I'm have to find mine, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was reading. I don't. I don't know exactly like how reliable this is, but I know like one thing I read was that when you're coming into your abilities and stuff like that, and you, yeah, your spirit guides are always around, but you have to kind of like activate them in a sense. Like you have to tell them, you know, you want them around, you want to be guided by them.
0: And just to really get cook your guys noodles, I can tell you that much. Yeah. All right, so she. There's a YouTube videos that you can go listen to and it tells you you're, what you're supposed to go through to finding your spirit guide, yeah. right?
1: Meet your spirit guide meditation is what it's called.
0: You try to look for the short ones, not the ones that are like hours long. Yeah. Um, so I lay in my chair, uh, put the headphones in, right? Try to shut off my mind and listen to the steps, right? And as you go through every, I think it was like 10, 15 minutes and I started, okay, now I'm starting to see stuff, right? What I saw trying to find my spirit guides is I saw myself in a desert. Um, sun beating down bright. Um, so it was like sun at the highest level. And I remember I could see the details in the ground, the cracks in the ground, like a dry, dry desert, like I hasn't seen water in like years. Um, but I was on my knees screaming in pain with my hands at the side of my head. Right, each hand and each channel the opposite side of my head but i was on fire mm-hmm. or i was made of it looked like i was made of fire like, i looked like i wasn't i wasn't in agony because i was on fire i was in agony with something with my head but i was looked like i was made of fire like it was like a layer on my skin any comic book fans that like like uh you know the human torch <laughs> um but yeah that's what i saw And I jumped out of it pretty quick. So, me trying to find my spirit guide saw me on fire in a desert.
1: Well, maybe you got to do it again.
0: Try to make something of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know.
0: (sighs) But, um... So, next week's episode is all going to be about...
1: Time traveling.
0: Time traveling.
1: So, it's kind of like a crazy concept, but...
0: Or time travelers or people who claim to be time travelers or times that people's like, uh, that has to be time travel. That guy has to be a time travel. Yeah. Like, have you
1: seen the celebrity things where like it's literally, it looks like a photocopy of the person or they're immortal.
0: Yeah. That's possible too. (laughs)
1: Um, but yeah, it should be a good episode. There's a video that they are trying to debunk. It's like this baby in this, uh, she was having a, she was pushing a stroller. And a car was getting ready to hit her, and something, like, pushed her out of the way.
0: You are just got teleporting.
1: Teleporting or time traveling. That's <laughs> still kind of, that's kind of, I could see kind of that. Well, I mean, time travel, uh, teleporting is more, like, from here to there, but regardless of time. Yeah. But um, we'll also put, like, some of the things that people have said about time. Ooh, we could talk about the Simpsons predicting things. <laughs> I think that's an interesting concept of time traveling. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: As always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one.
1: Yes.